Today we're talking about a big topic for Granite Rock. Something new is coming down the pipeline uh, for all people at Granite Rock who drive a company vehicle. And it's a new technology called telematics. And today we're talking with the team who is leading the telematics implementation at Granite Rock. So we are joined today with Paul Cinciarello, John Wilshire, Matt Reed, and we were lucky enough to pull in from the field today, Anthony Lewis. He's a field supervisor who is on the telematics uh, testing team. He's part of the beta group. So today we just want to hear from all of you on, you know, let's just start it off with, tell us what is telematics? I mean, we, it's a kind of a big word and um, it means a lot of different things. So let's, uh, let's kind of peel back the layers on what are telematics and how is Granite Rock going to use them? Yeah, thank you. Um, so first of all, I want to acknowledge there's a much larger team. While you got Matt and, and John here today, there's there's a group of 10 people within the organization from, from throughout the entire organization who've been working on this for over a year. And um, telematics is a hardware and software that um, already exists in vehicles and we're using a add-on to our telematics. Um, we don't know yet if we're using Samsar or Lytics, but we will have a inward-looking camera and an outward-looking camera in most instances, and maybe a 360-degree camera on our larger vehicles, like the mixer trucks and, and transportation vehicles and the building material vehicles. And um, we're gonna be collecting data, or there's triggering events. And on these triggering events, um, you know, whether it be speed or harsh braking or following distance, um, not coming to a complete stop sign, stop at a stop sign. Um, those are events that are triggered, and then we can use those to help the drivers of the vehicles through coaching to become um, better drivers here at Granite Rock. There's other parts of the telematic program, not only the coaching, but there's also kind of the risk management side. And I think Matt's probably a better person to talk about that aspect of telematics. Sure. One of the things that uh, will be a big help for Granite Rock is the ability to um, have video of our drivers when they're involved in incidents. It'll have outward looking video. So um, if our drivers are involved in an accident, when we get reports of incidents and accidents, there's always very two distinct stories and none of them, they hardly do they ever match up. So having a, a telematic system will give us video of incidents of of what happened, what happened right before. We can back up and look at what was happening before the actual accident happened, see who moved into what lane, if there were signals on, who stopped, who didn't stop. And uh, the ability to defend ourselves against claims is gonna be a real, uh, real big help too. There's gonna be a lot of, a lot of uh, time, money, and effort saved if we can uh, quickly and, and completely deny claims that come into to Granite Rock. Yeah. The telematics on the vehicle have already, have already proved invaluable. Um, we're getting, we have 25 people and, you know, you mentioned Anthony's here and he's a, he's a user of the system, but, you know, we're already getting the video feedback of just how tough it is to drive here in the Bay Area. I mean, we have people that have long commutes. They're coming over here from Los Banos and they're commuting to South San Francisco or from Sacramento into the Bay Area. And um, especially with COVID and the reduced traffic on the road, the speeds are up and the aggressive driving is up. And um, and so now we're seeing in real time, you know, what those drivers are experiencing. And, um, you know, what we're finding out is that our drivers are very professional. There's, there's been a lot of questions about why the inward looking camera. 
and I'll, I'll tell you why the inward looking camera is that without the inward looking camera, it only shows a part of the event. It doesn't show what the driver was actually doing when the event occurred. And so if you have a driver that isn't maintaining his lane, you know, why isn't he maintaining his lane? Is he on a cell phone or is he busy looking into his rearview mirror because there's somebody coming up on his left-hand side that is pushing him into the right-hand side of the lane? So without that inward-looking camera, there was a lot of guesswork in terms of what was the driver doing at that moment. And, and what we're finding in most instances is that you know, the drivers are doing an incredible job of driving their vehicles. And being able to see what they're doing in the vehicle gives us an opportunity to just help with the coaching and make them better drivers. Right. So I understand that this is a technology to make it better, right? Under the core value of Granite Rock to make it better for the team members and for the company. What about, I mean, you're talking a lot about this camera and it's recording uh, things that are going on inside the vehicle. I imagine that there's a lot of team members out there who are saying like, what is this? Is this Big Brother? Is Granite Rock turning into Big Brother? You're exactly 100% spot on, Shannon. It's when we got together as a group in the telematic committee that we had put together. One of the first things as the, the meeting started to take place, the cultural piece came up, right? Because when you're talking about implementing something like this, there's there's going to be hesitation, right? So we we put our minds together and we basically said, you know, this is going to take kind of a priority because of the way that we do things here. Um, so I, I signed up for that piece of it because I, I've, I've always been a pro and, and, and everybody that knows me, I say this all the time, it's not the message, it's how you deliver the message. And if we deliver this the right way, 90% of the people that once they get into these vehicles with the telematics are gonna see that this is pretty seamless and that it makes them better. But you're still gonna have that other 10% that are apprehensive and that's okay that's up to us to reinforce everything that that matt and paul just talked about is it's it's a safety mechanism to protect not only the company but more so to protect the driver and we have really great drivers i i, I can put my stamp on that we do um, but it's also to absolve us too right both on both parties and and that happens like paul just said it happens every day right so as the cultural piece comes along we're going to do a lot of coaching and we're going to make sure that people are 100 percent comfortable of what's going on is is there going to be pain at first yes there's pain with anything you do yeah. right it's like learning how to ride a bike and we've been grant rock has been very deliberate in this process we formed a, a committee over a year ago to just go out and explore what systems were available, what businesses like Granite Rock were doing with telematics, developed a plan about having a test group, um, what what systems we would test, what 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 criteria we would have. So we've been doing this now, very slow and deliberate steps. Some of the in our in our process, we did some benchmarking with other companies, uh, construction companies just like Granite Rock, and some of them kind of decided. Uh, on a snap judgment, they were going to get telematics. They went out and bought them, jammed them in the car, and they had problems, right? There was, they weren't sure how they worked. People weren't sure what it was watching and doing. And they, every one of those companies that kind of did a knee-jerk reaction, all of them said, we wish we would have taken the approach that Grant Rock is, which is slow, methodical, deliberate, make sure we understand what systems do, which ones, make sure we get the right, right system, 
we set it up the right way and we deploy it the right way. So as far as um, going slow and testing it and making sure you're doing it um, deliberately and in the right way, you have created this beta testing group with a, a number of drivers to kind of give it a, a try and see how it works. Anthony Lewis, when they came to you and said, we're going to put this camera in the truck that you drive <laughs> a very long distance every day. What was your reaction? What went through your mind when they came to you and said, this is going to happen to your truck? I'm not going to lie. I was one of the 90% out there that automatically had apprehension about it. I wasn't sure what I was getting into. And to be honest with most everybody out there, it really, and honestly, yeah, we can create as good of the message as we can. And that's going to be a good part of it. But some people it's just going to take getting in there and seeing it's not as big of a deal as they think it is. I was apprehensive right to the very point it was put in there. And it took me about two weeks before I finally said, yeah, you know, it's not that bad. All, all I'm trying to do here is just, you know, they're watching my back and I can watch their back when making sure I do my part and just be safe in there. But you drive a lot because you, you, you live, you know, a distant, a good distance from, from where you typically work on a job site. So imagine that you've developed some habits uh, over those miles that uh, you probably. <laughs> I could take a step from all my travels. I'm ex-military. I lived in Italy for two years. And if anybody's ever even visited a different country in Europe to know what the driving culture is like there. Forget defensive driving. It's opportunistic. If there's an opportunity, they're going to take it. So, yes, getting to the point where I did get a company, I did even have some habits left over from there. But starting to drive a company truck, you know, dealt with a lot of the chain of command that just gave me a little bug in my ear. Hey, hey, you're in a, you're in a driving billboard with the company's name on it. That's something to always keep in your mind about. It. That started the process for me. I did the Smith Driving School we did not too long ago, did that. That helped me get to another level. And this, to me, honestly, on my side of it, is my icing on the cake to, you know, the last couple stages that, you know, my little quirks, my little tweaks and stuff like that, it's helping me to balance those out. And What, what kind of habits do you think it has improved for you? Like what? Following distance, for sure. Speed, uh occasionally catch myself in a little boo-boo there but for the most part it's been the following distances the following distance the following distance that's been the hardest one to get around and even to this point now being comfortable with the system being in there for a couple months now it's getting the fight of everybody else around me it's 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 a constant daily battle with everybody else doing stuff around me trying to stay in my little zone and mm -hmm. And, you know, Anthony's not being exactly forthright with his opinion of telematics when he first got into the vehicle. And that's perfect because, you know, I've, I've worked with Anthony for several years, and we knew in Anthony that he was going to tell us exactly what he felt exactly about the system. Exactly how he felt. And, trying to keep myself clean here. You know, there, there was no manipulation. We wanted to hear that. And so every other week we have a, uh, a session with the trial group. And we have learned so much about the system, the good, the bad, the indifferent. And so we are modifying and changing the system based on the recommendations that are coming on. So the trial group is so important because the information they're giving us is going to allow us to really get the system set up so that when all the drivers that come after this test group, um, they're not going to have to put up with, you know, the beeps and the buzzes and and the 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 things that are going on we're really dialing in the system based on the input that they're giving us but you know one thing i appreciated i remember on the first day that anthony sat in on the on the meeting he told us exactly what he thought about the system <laughs> and it was probably about a month later that you know anthony was saying hey this this really is 
you know, helping me become a better driver. And, you know, I, I, I and, and, I, and I want Anthony to, to kind of chime in because there's some myths here that, you know, I want to break real quick. One, the system is not recording you in, in full time. The, the, the system is recording you when a triggering event happens. There's no voice. Um, the people that have been coached, they get to review the videos uh, with the coach. We're not listening to any sound. We're not watching people in real time. So, you know, we're not logging into the system or going on the system. We can't watch a driver driving his vehicle in real time. So it's only on the triggering event. So those are some of the concerns we heard from the, the trial group. And I think Anthony can confirm, you know, because he's seen the videos. Yeah, it, 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 it all boils down to not worrying about what's going on as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And even if there is a recorded event, I, I've heard it myself even too with the concerns about somebody watching over me or it just goes right to the company and I'm in trouble right away. No, it's not. Even these systems themselves have a backup system in place where people with Lytics or Simsar, the company itself, if there's a triggered event that records something, it goes to them first anyway so they can have whoever it is review it. And then if they dictate and say, yes, it's worthy of coming over, then it gets sent over to Grant Rock. So there's always two different levels of what's going on here. First is you know, the coaching itself. Let's say you do break your speed even by a mile an hour. It gives you that little chime of speeding. It's not sending a video clip right away anyway. It's giving you a buffer zone to, oh, what, well, you did something wrong. Let me get out of that situation. Back off as long as you do it within the time frame and the parameters that's there. Then let's say you don't get out of it and it gets sent in. Then guess what? You, you had your chance, buddy. <laughs> what uh, what can you talk tell us about the the in cab coaching? You know, what we we talk about some of the changes um, that we've made. Uh, we've tried to tailor some of the in cab coaching, Anthony, to be to be more helpful and less of a less of a burden. And I know you've you've experienced a, a good a good bit of that. What can you what can you tell about in cab coaching? In cab coaching is really just a voice that chimes in gives you what type of event is going on so that way let's say you don't you're not paying attention to what's going on because whatever reasons for it i've had it happen myself even in just tight traffic all of a sudden i get in a group of people where i've been using my cruise control five miles an hour back had to turn it off i get in the mix of that you know cluster of traffic right there and all of a sudden i'm just kind of too busy watching what's going on around me because it's just that crazy and oh ding ding oh, you're speeding real quick i just turned my cruise control off not five miles ago what happened there because i I was so busy watching what was going around me in the world that I forgot to even look down and see the speed. Now it's my time to, hey, take it and, okay, thank you for the advice and back off and go with it. Yeah, several several of the people on the uh, um, telematics implementation group also have it. I'm one of, I have two systems in my truck, and I can tell you uh, the in-cab coaching has been, at first, it, it takes, I didn't think I was having that many issues. I thought I had, I had been through the Smith system um, I'm a safety person by training. I thought this was going to be a super easy thing. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna tell me have a nice day and great, and you're the best driver that's ever been in the in the in the, in the car. Um, but in my experience, I got in and started driving, and I was getting following distance warnings, which was kind of um, I, I to be honest with you, I I had to go back and I double checked the video to make sure that it was <laughs> it was accurate. I I thought I had we uncovered maybe a fault with the system, and lo and <laughs> Lo and behold, uh, I was following too close. I was inside the two two second distance that uh, was recommended by Smith System, and so um, you know it, it was one of those things where I had been through Smith System. I made a mental check and I adjusted my behavior after that. But it had been probably close to two years since I had Smith System. Mm -hmm. I'd fallen into some bad habits, and I was regularly following inside the two seconds, and that's just 
That's just asking for a problem, right? It, 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 you can drive routinely inside of that distance and never have an accident. And then one day, uh, a couple of different factors are going to come in and you will be involved in a, in a rear ender. Um, um, so I, I've, I've uh, I found great value in that. And it's nice, the in-cab warning system, it gives you a nudge or a hey warning before it becomes an event that says, you're following too close, increase following distance, um, some version of that. So you can correct your behavior before it becomes an event. So you're on the, on the edge of an event, but you, uh, you, get, uh, you get a warning before it becomes a, an actual coachable event. Hey, even as you get started with what's going on with it, it's, there's going to be that process. There's going to be that time frame for you to get yourself adjusted to it. And then once you get adjusted to the system itself, it basically then becomes part of your fabric of being. It becomes part of what you do. It's even got to the point with me now driving my own personal vehicles. I catch myself, why am I sitting back so far here? Oh, wait, because I'm, I'm, I'm used to it now. It's just become such a force of habit. It's become such a play, such of what I do in my day-to-day living. I get questioned by my wife all the time. Why, why are you so far back? Because it's a safe, safe thing to do. <laughs> so, so with you three guys being our, part of our testing group, what's the from each of you, we're always saying it's going to make us a better driver. That's our goal, to make our drivers better. What's the one thing that has made you better? Well, John, I'll tell you, you know, I'm the chief safety officer for the company, and I have no citations, and I have no traffic accidents. And I got, I was like Matt. You know, I was going to get this system installed in my vehicle, and I'm a horrible driver. (laughs) Um, In fact, I was so bad at the beginning that I broke the speaker system (laughs) on my um, lytic system. It stopped talking to me because it just couldn't coach anymore. Got a sore throat. It was overworked. (laughs) You know, Matt. Matt is my coach, and this this is this is true. I mean, Matt, in addition to his full time job as risk manager and being on the COVID response team, has to be my coach. And I finally had to draw a line in the sand, and I said, Matt, on May 1st, I will make a commitment to being a better driver. And I have seen a dramatic improvement in my scores because I actually thought I was a fantastic driver, and the system has taught me that I was just not that good of a driver. Now, I'm, I'm like Anthony. I commute a lot of miles. I mean, I drive, you know, one way. It's an hour commute for me in the morning and very difficult traffic. So... There are some things that I'm just not going to be able to get around, but the system has certainly made me a better driver, and the score has proven that out. But I'm working on it. You know, I'm working on it still. But um, and I know it's going to be the same for everybody else that gets into the system if they give it a, you know, if they give it an honest shake and they really kind of evaluate their driving and look at those videos, they're going to be able to, like Anthony did, pick up on the fact that you know I can do things better. So we've seen that with across the board with our test group. Um, we've got 25 to 30 different drivers in the, in the, in the running the both systems or, or one or the other system. And every one of them has started out and had some bumps and some issues and um, some criticism about the system. And we've discussed and fine-tuned their behavior and, this, and their specific systems. Um, and every one of them has gone from, you know, maybe a score that isn't in the, the ideal range after two to three weeks, um, their their driving behavior gets better. They they stop doing those small things that that build up towards risky behavior, the following distance, the speeding, the stop signs, the seat belts, those kinds of the handheld device, um, distracted driving. The, 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 uh, um, a number of times those occurrences happen in a trip, start to shrink down towards zero, and uh, their overall driving is better. And I think uh, we haven't had anybody go through this. 
um, that hasn't had an improvement in their driving within two to three weeks. Um, and a lot of them, as the longer they've been in it, have kind of self-corrected from having lower scores into the upper scores. Sometimes you just don't want to hear the thing. So I guess I'll just do, do the right thing. That way I don't have to hear it. <laughs> and it, and it's so important during those coaching for them to be able to see themselves yeah. and the driving because, you know, once they see it, there's complete agreement in, on what happened. So when, when you're going through the coaching, um, people can actually see that, you know, people can actually see the way that they were driving. And um, like I said, I, I haven't had any opposition to the coaching. I mean, people see it. You know, everybody are mature adults that work here in the organization. They they review the video with you and they go, yeah, I can do a better job on that. So real quick, explain that coaching. Every driver gets a coach once they're in the system. Yeah, well, so let me talk about coaching now and what coaching is going to be like. There's some evolution to the system. So right now the three coaches are myself, uh, Matt Reed, and Alec Chang. And so we have divided up this 25 people and we each have about eight people. Um, that we're coaching, actively coaching. And some people need more coaching than other people do. Um, so we, we meet with those people on routine basis to do that coaching. And, you know, Matt talked earlier about the fact that the, the scoring system is different in Lytics and Samsara. One of them scores, starts at zero, and if you get above 25, it shows that you're in a uh, correction mode. The other one starts at 100 and then goes down and so if you get below 75, you're in that correction mode. So going forward, what will happen is obviously the three of us cannot coach, you know, 400 drivers are going to be out there. So we will be hiring a telematic administrator. Um, this, this program will be administered through the safety, um, the safety department. There will be a telematics administrator, and we will set parameters on, you know, who do we focus our attention on a coaching. And so immediately it's going to be anybody that's either below 75 or above 25 will be the group of people that will get the coaching and what we hope to do is it within like within john wilshire's group you know john will either he'll either be a coach or he'll assign people that'll be a coach and you know within the construction group you know anthony might be a coach but we'll have we'll have people within the organization who are talking to their peers and they'll have so so every month you know, there'll be a report that comes out that talks about, that'll show the, the driver score. And then the people that are in that higher range or lower range um, will be given to their coach. And then whoever the assigned coaches will reach out to that person and kind of go over the videos. The systems generate a scorecard. And so you can see what is the most common behaviors, where the, where, where the events are triggering, what, uh, what types of events. Um, how, how recently they've been coached on those and the effectiveness of the coaching. So you can, you can quickly download a report and know that Anthony, for example, since he's sitting here, we'll use an example, had you know, uh, following distance issues last month. He's improved that. He's scored his, he needs to improve in maybe it's speeding or distracted driving or something in those areas. It won't take a coach. Uh, the coach does not need to try to take in all this information from a fire hose, figure out what's valuable, what's not, digest it, create a plan. All of that will be part of the program. So honestly, to back up a half step, you know, the three of three coaches that are in here now, we're we're also testing the coaching platforms. We're testing how to coach, which one has a better coaching platform, which has a more logical process, which one needs improvement. How do we adopt those into our organization and create a structure that can can easily, quickly, and effectively 
give feedback from these systems to our drivers. Yeah. And, and a coaching event, I mean, maybe Anthony could talk about it. I mean, five minutes, uh, four or five minutes, couple minutes. Um, if you can log on to Microsoft Teams, we can share the video with you. So it's not a it's not a situation where somebody has to come from the field into the office and sit down. We have different platforms that we can share the video and have a discussion. And, you know, Anthony, maybe you can talk yeah, I about mean, I've, I've done even sessions with Alec, my coach, as it is. And it's literally a phone call with, hey, here's a text message on the side real quick. You can look at the video clip on the text message while you're on the phone call with me. And this is what happens. See what you check it out. And, okay, well, you start working on that. <laughs> And with the in cab, with the in cab warnings and 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 um, uh, triggers, uh, a lot of people self correct their behavior. The, the 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 amount of the amount of events that we have in the first four to six weeks starts to really s slow down um, as people get used to the system. Yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't even a need really for the coaching in the first couple weeks anyway, because by the time that it got to the first coaching event anyway, just by, like I joked about earlier, you know, not wanting to hear the thing talking to you, nagging at you, well, it's already started the process on its own. <laughs> Big improvements that way. Um, so Granite Rock is not new to, or Granite Rock is not the first to telematics when it comes to the construction industry. So if there's enough pushback from the guys uh, in the field and the drivers saying, I, I'm really uncomfortable with this, it feels like big brother, I'm going to go work somewhere else, that's not, I mean, no. that could happen, but <laughs> no. this is becoming more and more yeah. um, standard. Yeah, as, as part of our journey with the telematic um, synergy group that we put together, and you know, Matt was part of that, and Alec and I, we, we did some benchmarking. So there's, you know, we're behind the curve on this. There's uh, the, the, the large professional construction companies that are out there, the material companies that are out there like Granite Rock um, already have these systems in place. And so we went out and talked to, and I don't want to mention, you know, who they were, but these are people that are in our geographic area. And we went out and we talked to them about their experience with telematics. And the, the chances are, if, if, if you were to come to me and say, I'm not comfortable with this, I'm going to leave and go work for X, you're going to go work for a company that already has already telematics have. or yeah. is going to have telematics um, in their vehicle. And, you know, Matt can, Matt can tell you the whys of that is. I mean, there's some, there, you know, the reasons for doing telematics are to make our drivers better and to help keep people safe. There's some certainly some business reasons behind it that make perfect sense also with insurance premiums. But, you know, Matt can talk about, can talk about all that. Grant Rock has, um, like I said earlier, 400, over 400 vehicles on the road every day. And insuring those vehicles is, is becoming more and more of a challenge. And we're not the only ones. It's not, it's not a Granite Rock issue. It's an insurance industry and a litigation issue. So every one of our peer group companies, every one of the companies that we uh, um, did uh, benchmarking with, they're feeling the same problems. In order to keep the insurance rates competitive, in order to have the amount of insurance that they need to have to, to keep the business running, um, you have to have these kinds of systems. You can't ignore it. If you don't have it right now, you're gonna pay more for your insurance. You're gonna have problems getting insurance. If you're a large commercial fleet like we are and you don't have telematics, you will have it within the next two, two to three years. Or you're gonna be paying an exorbitant amount for your insurance. If you can get it, and 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 I'll tell you something else because of and you know John within our within our telematic group is really the person that's focusing on the cultural aspect of this delivery. But what I'll tell you, we found out in the benchmarking that we did, and why it's taking Granite Rock. We've been on this journey for over a year. Um, it's because we care about our people so much. 
I mean, our people are our greatest resource here at Granite Rock, and we really care about what they think, which is why we have this, you know, trial group who's giving us input so that we can make these corrections. What I will tell you is that all of the people we benchmarked with, um, they did not take that deliberate approach. They installed telematics, and they rolled them out. They had no discussions with their people. And, you know, they, the, the, the start of the telematics for those companies was very rough, was very rough. And there was a lot of distrust amongst the people because they hadn't been communicated to. And that's why we're really taking the very long road here to make sure that we've talked to everybody. And, you know, and John's really leading that effort for us. I appreciate the fact that the company has actually come through, and this is, you know, the group at the table sitting here, the guy out in the field that's, you know, with everybody else to say, I appreciate the fact that this company has taken the time to do that because I can only put myself in the shoes of the other people, the other companies, that all the bugs that we're working on, the kinks we're working on, that we've been working on for months now that I've been part of, I can only imagine that being part of the process where you've got somebody in your chain of command just giving you phone calls and getting down your throat about it all the time when it's the kinks in the system that they're trying to figure out when... We're actually taking a step back and going, hey, let's let's figure this out here, guys. Let's let's take care of our people, which, again, this company is great at doing anyway. Don't want me throwing it out there because it's true. Yeah, the, sl- the slow process of of anything that comes into play. And when you have when you have a core group of testers like we have from all parts of the company, the, the individuals that, that were chosen were chosen and they've all delivered just the same like Anthony's talking about, right, is is easing the, the, the mind and the fear factor of, of what ultimately is going to be thrown into my truck. That's the initial step of bringing down the temperature level because you can just imagine what it's like when somebody says, hey, we're going to get telematics. And, oh, God, what is telematics, right? And they're, they're thinking cameras, recorders. It's just not that. And it's guys like Anthony who are spreading that word for us right now, all of us talking around this table, Right for people in our company to hear that it's 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 not about you, it's about us. It's it's about a fit that we need to put in place to be safe. Number one, but but ultimately to protect both of us, the company and yourself. And I've said that thousands of times. Right? Are you having a lot of conversations, John, with you know, like mixer truck drivers and others who are <laughs> just like this? Feels like maybe Big Brother. It feels like. Uh, invasion of privacy just those we kind have. of natural reactions we, we have but I, but I always tell everybody keep an open mind just just keep an open mind right the fear is always the first thing but once you get behind it just like anthony said once you get behind the system and you have used it for a week you're going to learn the system paul said it matt said it anthony said it here you're going to learn the system and you're going to learn behavioral changes in order to stop or reduce the amount that that telematic system is chirping at you. So if you do that, that's success. It's right? a computer that's, staring that's, at you. It's, exact, it's exactly what we want to do is make you a better driver. We, we don't want to hear your conversations on the phone. We're not doing that. We're not going to be looking at you. We're not doing that, right? We're, we're putting a tool into your vehicle, a granite rock vehicle, for two purposes, right? Safety and protection. You said a keynote there. It's still Granite Rock's vehicle. Whether I drive that vehicle, how many miles I put on it, no matter what I do, it's still a Granite Rock-owned piece of equipment or vehicle. And I'm sorry. I've said it earlier before. I said it again. It's a rolling billboard, which should be enough for anybody right there in their self to be watching what they're doing. But if that's not enough in itself, now with the system in there to watch over, help the coach and guy along what's going on, 
If Grant Rock wants to put a camera system in the truck that they'll let me to drive, fine. I, I, have, a, <laughs> I have a family member who, who is a local driver for a distributor here in town. And he, he found through my daughter that uh, I was on this telematics committee. And he was joining a company that had telematics in it. And he was scared to death. And he had reasons to be scared to death because, honestly, he's not the greatest driver. Um, but when he got in there and he spent time, you know, a month, he trained, he did all these things. He had good training, which was great. Um, and as time went on, he came back, and we have dinner every Sunday. And he was in the – we got off into a sidebar, and he says, you know what? He goes, I was scared, right? All the same things that we're talking about here, a camera looking at me sound. He says, I was scared. And, he, and I, I had sweat just driving down the road. But he said, after the first couple of weeks of being by myself and learning the system, he says, this truly made me a better driver. And as time, again, went on, and we were going through this process, and I'm in this committee, I, I kind of asked my daughter on a sidebar, is, it, is he really saying that? Is it, and he goes, Dad, he's really a better driver. <laughs> right, which is great, especially since you got my grandkids in the car with you too. Sometimes, so so yeah, it it works, right? But it's the fear factor that you got to get over. And Anthony said it, Paul has said it, Matt has said it, and I repeatedly keep saying it to mixer drivers, anybody who else approaches me, is keep an open mind, right? Follow the process, right? It's hard to accept change, right? So just go gracefully with it. We're going to take our time with you. We're not, you know, it's a coach. When you heard about all the coaching methods we have, it's not, it's not the Terminator coming to visit you. This is a coach, and we're going to coach you to get better. Well, and I think that's something that we haven't touched on is that, you know, people are afraid now that they maybe they're going to get fired or lose their job because they had an infraction. So this is, this is not that. We're not coming after people to, to get rid of them. No, this, this is not a this, – this the, the telematics is not putting in being put in the vehicle to, to discipline people. Um, you know, first and foremost, telematics is being put in the vehicle um, for all the reasons that have been stated. One, to make our good drivers better drivers. And two, we watched a video, and I think, you know, Matt watched it. Um, there was a construction company down in Texas, one of the people that we benchmarked with, and they had a mixer truck that was driving down the road, and a vehicle cut from the number one lane across the highway. And the unfortunately, the the gentleman lost control of the vehicle and went off the road and, and ended up killing himself. The family brought a lawsuit against the company because they contended that the mixer truck had hit the vehicle, and that's why the vehicle lost control and went off. And the telematic video clearly showed that that was not the case. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll let Matt answer, but, you know, we're talking about had, had they not had that video evidence you know, you might have been looking at a, a settlement of... Oh, yeah. Just just to defend yourself against the claim would have been 50 dollars So, um, you know, a, a, a settlement to, to even avoid those costs would be would have, would have made sense, right? You wouldn't have been able to prove... Um, you wouldn't have been able to prove that your vehicle didn't affect or impact the, the car that lost control. But with the video... It's right there, plain as day. That that the, the mixer truck didn't have any involvement. It was just it just happened to be there, um, and that kind of that that'll pay. That, that's just big dollars to, big dollars to save to, for the company. We um, we've already had a couple of instances where um, 
we've had complaints about our drivers on the road that had telematics in them and they weren't involved in accidents, but we were able to quickly retrieve the videos, see what happened and, and then exonerate uh, our drivers from, from the accusations or the problems with uh, that, that were, they were accused of, of, of road rage or trying to cut people off or driving, driving, um, you know, driving too fast or all those kinds of things. So it's a, it's been a big help already just with the 25 or 30 drivers that we've had, had uh, in the trial group. But, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to dance around the issue. I mean, they're, there probably will come some really egregious behavior in the cars. And um, right now through the entire coaching, there hasn't been a single event where, you know, we've had to go, what are we going to do about this? Um, We've talked to other, you know, companies where they had people that were driving three quarter ton, you know, or one ton service trucks, a hundred miles an hour. And, you know, if somebody gets in a Granite Rock vehicle and drives the vehicle a hundred miles an hour, um, we have to do something about that. Um, what that is yet, I mean, we don't have a discipline plan in place for telematics. And, and this is, you know, while I'm telling you, this is not a tool that's going to be used or is put in the vehicles for discipline. We know that at some point we're going to see a video where we have to do something about it. But that is not, that's not why we're doing this. Our, our total intent is to make people better drivers. And when they have those day-to-day things where they're they're speeding or they're not coming to full and complete stops or they're they're those are things that we can you know help people correct that action but if somebody decides to get into the vehicle and do something you know if 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 we see somebody in the vehicle drinking a beer while they're going down the road (laughs) uh, we can't not do something about that i mean even the parameters that that is said in the in the systems compared to what you know granite rocks parameters has said on there compared to what even let you take your driver's test for dmv the falling distances, it's a three to four second falling distance through DMV. We're not even going to that extreme on it. There's still some flexibility with the company. There's still some leniency with the company. And what it really boils down to is as long as you fall within the parameters of what the company is asking you to stay between, you've got nothing in the world to worry about. So your stress should all be out the window right then and there with that comment. You know, and Anthony, Anthony talked about something earlier that, you know, I want to expand on a little bit. The system is forgiving, so if you're, you know, if you're driving and you get an alert that says, you know, reduce speed, reduce speed, the system gives you 10 seconds to reduce your speed. Um, if you reduce your speed within that 10 seconds or you increase your following distance, it's a non-event. But if you are speeding and it says reduce speed and you don't reduce your speed, it's going to do a video capture and that's what's going to be sent to coaching. So. You really kind of have to work on having a triggering event for some of the more the tougher things on the speeding and stuff. There's some things that you can't get a warning on because it's happening in real time. Like if you don't come to a full and complete stop, you don't get a warning, right? Because it, it can't warn you of those things. But the things like speeding, following distance, seatbelt, um, distracted driver, distracted driving, right? It'll it'll give you a war- it'll give you a warning to crash. Yeah, you'll get you'll get a you'll get an in cab warning if you have if you're staring at your cell phone if you have it up into your face, uh, if you're looking away from the windshield too long, if you uh, if you are drowsy and your head drops, it'll give you a warning for distracted driving. Same thing with the following distance, uh, speeding, and seatbelt are the main um, main uh, in cab warnings that where you can correct your behavior. Things like running a stop sign or harsh braking; those are one-time events. Those are those will record 
if that happens and you won't have any kind of, there's no warning they can give about it, about that. So those will become events right away. But the, the coaching or the warnings have become, a, uh, we found have become a very positive thing with the, as we got our, from the feedback group, as we're having coaching sessions and as we're having these, these feedback groups every, every two weeks, uh, I think every person that has been in the feedback groups has said, uh, you know, that, that they appreciate the coaching. It's helped them figure out what they were doing without having to have a coaching session, without having to, to wait to get a coaching session. It gives you immediate at the time feedback that, hey, your following distance is, is too close and you've been at it. It's not just it's not just a half second. You've been in that zone for 10 plus seconds and you haven't corrected that. And so the system says increase following distance so you can slow down, change lanes, do whatever, and then and then and then be on your way. You know, it, it's a it's a just it's a, a lot of the in cab uh, issues are just warnings and reminders. I should say reminders of, of what you should be practicing and doing. And and over time, you need fewer reminders. It's just plain and plain and simple as that. Right. With the, you know, kind of with the amount of vehicles that we have, you know, Matt has said he's the one that, him and Alec are the one that went through and looked at all of the assets the company has. It's about 400 vehicles within the organization. And, you know, while we've done 25 vehicles thus far, you know, if we start on January 1st, we think it's going to be about an 18-month delivery. It'll take about 18 months to get telematics in all of the vehicles, you know, throughout the throughout the organization. So it's not going to be on January 1st. Everybody's going to have telematics in their vehicles. You know, we'll start in a very deliberate way with a, you know, specific, you know, whether it be in construction materials or aggregates or construction, we'll start with a group and, and then just kind of work our way through the company. And it, it's going to take it's going to take a while with the new administrator coming on to, you know, but we hope to really have all the kinks worked out on the system by January 1st so that when we deliver it, it's it's working. And, you know, in, in John's going to be delivering some stuff here at the next um, Zero End meeting. Okay, so we'll be talking about this at Finish with Zero. You expect to be implementing, begin implementing in January. That means you'll have picked a system uh, by January between Analytics and Samsara. We hope to have the system picked. Uh, Matt and Alec Ching and myself will be sitting down. We hope to pick the system by September 1st. Okay, yeah. coming up soon. Well, we'll keep people posted. Um, thank you so much for coming into the office today to do this and to talk about a topic that's going to uh, maybe be a little controversial uh, going forward, but we hope not and that it, people realize that it's really designed to make us all better. You're good. Happy to help. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having us.